Well, guys, thanks for listening to this latest episode. Don't forget you can contact us on Twitter at Southings2023 for the podcast Twitter, at Alan Osler1481 for myself, or at SI Watson03 for Simon. Also, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. By doing that, you will get a notification every time the new episode comes out. Right, hello, welcome to the All Things Borough podcast. I am, as usual, I'm your host, Alan, and I'm joined, as ever, by my lovely co-host, Simon. How are you, Simon? Uh, very well, thank you. Thanks for that welcome. It was a, <laughs> a lovely co-host. That's, yeah, uh, I think that's the first time anyone said it. He's, he's only saying that because uh, he's staying at my place next weekend for the game, so that's uh, so he's just trying to get my good books. It won't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Uh, how's your, how's your, uh, we have to do this. This is um, a uh, uh, ritual for us now with, with this podcast. How, I know, I know how your week's been so far because you've done nothing. Uh, but for the fans, uh, for the listeners, just explain to everybody how, well, how much of thing you've done. I had a long, I had a long and arduous drive uh, as usual on <laughs> Sunday evening. Uh, and then, uh, then it's all gone downhill from there. I've done, uh, been in court for about an hour and a half this week. No, I'm due. I'm due to go in tomorrow all day, which is going to obviously be very taxing, and then I'm then I'm off for the rest of the week. So uh, yeah, it's uh, going to be a, it's a tough week, really. But yeah, someone's got to do it. Yes, well, uh, on the off chance that anyone from your company, your bosses are listening, uh, <laughs> then they should they 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 ought to know. They need to know what uh, what Simon's week is is involved. You did nothing last week, and uh, and they you're on cue to you're on cue to do nothing again this week. Well, I've, uh, I should have you know that uh, I think one of my bosses have got better things to do than listen to our podcast, so I think it'd be sadly so disappointed. Yeah. Uh, having said that, though, we have got a bit of a special one tonight, haven't we? So we have, yes. away from yes. my work life. We have, yeah. we have. We have a very special guest on tonight. We're dipping back into the uh, the women's football, and we've got Craig Shields, the first, the women, the former first team women's manager. Craig, hello. Hi, uh, thanks for having me on the show. It's, uh, I feel like this has been long in the making. I think it has, yeah. I think it has. We've been, uh, we first saw you when we spoke to uh, Esme and Leanne um, all them weeks ago. And uh, yeah, so I think me and Simon have been saying for ages that we want to try and get you on, just fitting the time in for, for, for us, really, and, and getting, it, um, getting it right, really. But um, how's, uh, how's it been? How's, it, how's your week been so far? Yeah, um, not too bad to be honest with you. We we sort of have perfectly timed this actually because it's probably one of the very rare weeks where I'm quite free on a on a Tuesday evening. Yeah. Obviously, I mentioned that obviously my son was supposed to have basketball. It ended up getting cancelled. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we we, we have literally could not have timed this better for me. Although obviously, as I mentioned, I've got to dash off to the the farm again. Yes, shortly, yeah, so, yeah, uh, yes, yeah. You are. Yeah, you're off to the, you're off to watch the watch the, the Farnborough uh, Worthing game tonight. Yes. Yes, what we hoping for? Definitely hoping. Unlike Simon's uh, being pes- his usual pessimistic self, uh, I'm 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 back in for a win here tonight. I'm a realist. A realist. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you're a true fan, fan, a true fan, Craig. Unlike me and Alan, you know, don't bother going to the midweek games. You know what I mean? But uh, uh, we we always win at home, so yeah. you know, it's... But we don't win, we draw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, so yeah, let's uh, let's uh, 
kick off with um, with your lot then, with your women's team. Like I said, and everybody knows you're the manager of the uh, the first team. Uh, let's, let's start with um, where where was you um, your life your footballing life before Farnborough? What where was you? Oh, blimey. Do you, do you mean like immediately before Farmer? Uh, let's go, let's go like a, a, a few clubs, two clubs, two clubs before. Oh, blimey. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, my kind of like football kind of journey, if I'm honest, has been a bit weird. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll kind of go like back like years and years and years, but like when I was like 12, 13, for example, you know, when we all have like aspirations of playing, like my ankles were done for. So I, I kind of had the... Um, the foresight to be like, oh, I'm never going to make it because my, yeah. my ankles are just not, not there. So I kind of think even from them, like sort of coaching-wise, it was my sort of, um, that's the kind of route I, I was going to go down eventually. Um, in terms of like um, sort of clubs and, and stuff like that, obviously I think most people know that I was at Rushmore last season, uh, well, for a few years actually. Um, and that was sort of my first foray into not just women's football in terms of like being a manager, but um, sort of adult football as well. Um, and then kind of before that, I've coached in sort of kids and stuff like that. So I've done, I think, eight years. I think it was at Mitchett, um, left them mm. sort of recently. Before that, I've done sort of stuff at, at Camberley Town and a, and a few other stuff in, in terms of the kids. But in kind of like the sort of adult manager mm. kind of role, it was, it was the last few years at, at Rushmore, really. And um, the kind of whole... It's, it's weird because like the whole my plan was never to get involved in women's football um so i was sort of a bit selfish in a way because i wanted to get on the, the next kind of coaching course and yeah. the the kind of way onto that course was women's football was like priority 1.1 1. 1. Right. so i was like okay how do i and i got rejected to get on the course I was like, okay how do i get on this course okay i need to sort of get into women's football 11 aside um because that was the, that was the top priority um and then I just, I, don't, I, I never saw it coming, but I just kind of just fell in love with just being in the women's game, mm. to be honest with you. Um, it's, yeah, I know this is getting away from my journey slightly, but it, it's just a bit different to, to the men's game. And yeah, uh, yeah so I, I started getting involved, being a bit selfish, but now it's the sort of thing where like, like I'm not leaving. Mm. Does that make sense? So, so how, was, how was your time at Rushmore then? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, in a way, I sort of can't thank them enough, really. Um, I obviously I managed there for you know a few years. I did you know time with the second team over there. They were uh, you know nice enough to to kind of give me the first team as well. I let me manage the first team and help kind of drive things forward over there. Um, and you know, like last season was their first time in the Southern Region, first time in the FA Cup. Um, first time in the Southern Region League Cup, and you know we had a you know, like an absolutely wonderful season. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, expectations were very low. It was uh, <laughs> I had people telling me um, inside the club uh, before we had that season that we will probably lose every game. Really? Thankfully, we didn't. Um, and, you know, we, we did we, we did really really well. Um, I think with about four games to go, we we still could have won the league, um, which was you know that was over way over expectations and we got semi-final of the the league cup as well which again was great we beat oxford city beat stoneham that's stoneham in a quarter final um so in terms of sort of my my time there and, and the people there um when i was there um I, I sort of can't thank them enough really um 
and you know I, I sort of when I when I left left there in, in the summer it was sort of it, it was left on good terms yeah um, I thought at the time but um but yeah during my time there yeah I, I, I can't thank them enough so so how did how did that how was that um how did that feel then when they when you took over the the, the first team there and they're telling you oh, we're going to lose every game and you're trying to build something do you know what I mean build something with players and uh, coaching coaching them to, to be better yeah. but only you've got people above you telling you oh don't worry we, we're not going to win every game anyway well how did that how did that sit with you uh i sort of i feel like over the years kind of just got to a point where sort of i've almost been described as sort of having a black heart yeah and sort of like just just letting it go just okay. letting it wash to be honest with you um so it's but i, I knew that that kind of came from a a kind of a thought process of we shouldn't be here. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like there were games last season that we had where sort of I knew that the players and and like for, for my time with them, like I knew that they were a bit like, oh, what? Are, why are we playing against Woking? Why are we playing against I don't know Eastleigh or mm. or whoever like that? Because you know I, I think and I, I can't speak loads to that group because you know I was only with them for a year and stuff like that. But um, I think there there was it was an unease because they were going into um, something that was not familiar, and I, I think that's natural. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you do have to sort of understand that when you know, um, and again, this is before my time taking the first team at Rushmore, and this is before my time at Rushmore, when you know that that kind of group of players at Rushmore had gone from playing like on park pitches mm. every week and they still play on a park pitch less than yeah. um, to then sort of the last couple of seasons where the women's football is growing and, you know you're going to stadiums and uh, and like there's crowds and stuff like that so I'll give them um, like to, to use an example for myself so I took Rushmore's second team in Hampshire Division 3 a few years ago um, and obviously with Farmer we are in Hampshire Division 3 now yeah. and the difference between just those last few years is like it, it's incredible really? it's uh you know we yeah we, we you know we played at Alton Stadium you know Havant's second team is in there Porchester's um sort of second team is is in there and you know and a, a few years ago it was literally like you know no, no disrespect but basically glorified pub teams playing on a yeah. on a park yeah um with a you know a lot of sort of older players but you know the the quality and the standards in just those last few years has absolutely gone up and and the bar is, is, is raised phenomenally, uh, but I, I think that's you know the, the growth of women's football probably all over the country at, at all levels. Yeah, no, so that's exactly. um. Going on that point, is that the uh, you when you say the standards have improved, you're you're, you're referring to uh, not only the the standard of football being played, but also mm. the stadium and the sort of the facilities and the general sort of professionalism of the game uh, in yeah. all aspects. I take it, yeah. Yeah, the, the whole thing. I mean, sort of. I'm kind of calling this kind of phase of uh, women's football and it's something I when I you know first had a, a chat with the club about it this kind of phase is like the great shuffle of women's football is what I would call it because you you've still got clubs in tier seven so just for listeners tier seven like sort of in terms of Hampshire is div one to div six you've still got teams in those leagues who are and again no disrespect but glorified kind of pub teams yeah like their mates teams and all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff but then you you have got teams like Farnborough um, like Berzelden, for example, Basingstoke, um, and there's, there's a few others. And I apologise, I can't mention them all, but like they are trying to raise standards, and they have got the foundations there to be better. And in a few years' time, it, you know they'll they'll kind of separate. Yeah. So you'll end up having 
the kind of the ones who are you know just enjoying football yeah. uh, and that's the fine they want to play with their mates and you have the ones who are trying to push to go up and I think in like to be a, a looking ahead a little bit like with the women's game like the WSL is going to expand at some point in the next few years the championship will expand at some point in the next few years and you know the national league will, will expand and all that kind of stuff and what it's what's going to happen is you'll see teams like Farnborough and like the, the other couples I mentioned kind of jump yeah leap. yeah yeah um and I think that's it's naturally happening yeah and I think it's important and I said this when I you know had the initial conversation with the club I was like it's it's important for us to do this now because this will happen so we need to be prepared from a farmer point of view in a place where we are prepared and ready because yeah. not only for that but like there are other clubs big clubs in the local area who don't have a like a proper women's team yet but like they will mm. and when they come we need to be ready yeah so yeah yeah what's right. um what's what's the, uh, at the moment what is you mentioned the, the, the sort of the steps and the levels that are, that are currently in the Hampshire division what's the kind of uh the league ladder currently as, as things are so i know most people probably have heard of the uh, wsl um and then the, you've obviously got the, the championship below that um and then below that what's what's the kind of level where where does it go so i think that's where it kind of get gets lost so it does on me because i don't know um that's why i'm asking yeah um, so uh, you kind of yeah. everyone knows about the first two leagues but what about underneath that where, where's where's it all lie at the moment yeah so, so under that you, you're then looking it starts to get regionalized a little bit um so it goes national league um, which which is split into north and south, and then it's kind of you know, you know you're then at that point where it's it's again split. Tier five and tier six is regional, so you know that's um, you know southern region prem, southern region div one south and div one north, and then you get tier seven, which is which is the county league. So um, like I said, there's not in terms of the actual tiers, it's only seven tiers, which is obviously yeah. a lot less than the men, uh, which is why in this kind of great shuffle that I'm calling it, it's it's really important for you to have a, a foundation and a footing so that when it does go you know if you think all those championship clubs are going to get shoved up to wsl when it goes to 20 teams yeah like you, you think of like all the yeah, all yeah. that that's going to happen yeah um and from a like a, from a financial point of view that's important because they've just um they've just increased the money for the fa cup it's only from sort of round i think it's round three onwards mm. which caused a little bit of controversy because i feel like it should have been earlier but like if teams are getting shoved up, there's more money available. Yeah, and, no, and then obviously you can do yeah. a lot more with that. So. And that, and then that yeah, enables well, clubs to, to improve, uh, yeah. improve their infrastructure, be it players, coaches, yeah. or, or or stadia. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and, and that's the thing. And um, like from our point of view, and um, so I mean, one of the main reasons I, I kind of kind of came across is that we have a lot of the foundation already. Yeah. So we don't have to play catch up. Yeah. You know, it's um, and I, I think sometimes it's uh, people forget that we're only two and a half months into our yeah. first season. Yeah, no, exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah, and that's the amazing thing, really, how uh, how well it's gone. Um, mm. So let's move on to Farnborough then. So how you said you left um, Rushmore at the end of last season? Was that did you know you were coming to Farnborough then, or or um, or or was it just sort of a, something that happened afterwards? Yeah, I, I feel like this is the great big controversy. Um, <laughs> like, this is the, it's the sort of thing where, like, if I'm honest with you, like, 99.9% of the world does not care at all. Yeah. Um, but I, I've seen a few bits online about things that I had and hadn't said and done and 
players we poached. It's it's yeah. all quite funny. Uh, seemingly we poached players I'd never even spoken to or heard of. Um, but <laughs> I'll uh, yeah. So I mean, just on the poaching players, we, we didn't poach anyone because we didn't have to. Um, so I'll just pop that one out there right now. <laughs> um, but in, in terms of like me leaving Rushmore and that, I knew I knew I was leaving Rushmore. Um, there was, and again, nothing against the people there. Um, I sort of during my time there, I, I sort of can't thank them enough. Um, but I, I just knew that I just wanted to do something else. Yeah. Um, I sort of going to the specifics of that, but I, I was pretty sure I was actually going to end up um, working at a couple of clubs near, closer to London. I thought that's where I was, I was ending up, um, but things transpire, and when a club like Farnborough, for example, that obviously I've been you know watching for eight, nine, ten years, however long it might be, um, they started the rec women's sessions, yeah. um, and then sort of conversations sort of happen, and I, I was at the point where I was like, kind of, it's it's my team. Yeah. I, you know, my instant I support, and over my dead body, is anyone else going to do this when yeah. I feel like I have the, the qualifications to do it? So, like, for me, it was a bit like I, I knew I could have coached at a higher level, um, absolutely, and you know, it, it could have happened, very easily could have happened. But to me, the the project at Farnborough uh, was just so so appealing, and the people there as well. Now, I'd, I'd seen these people before going to games and stuff, mm. and but my God, like if I can get one thing across from this podcast, like everyone at that football club is so supportive and works so hard. Yeah, and that that for me, I, I was like, I was sort of like before I'd even said yes, I, was like, I don't really want to let these people down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it was. I don't like the phrase, but it was a little bit of a, of a no-brainer for me. It's um, I uh, I asked seven people. Um, who, who were close to me, uh, and any any one who was at, at Rushmore at the time, which was my partner, and uh, she's still there. Um, and I, I was like, "What do you think?" And, and they kind of all said, "Yeah, you, you have to do this. Yeah. Like, you, you'd be silly not to." Um, so that's uh, yeah, that, that's kind of what it happened. It, it was basically I didn't want anyone else to to start from for women because <laughs> I'd be very jealous. <laughs> yeah, well, especially as the uh, as when you when you start these things, uh, especially in the women's game, you haven't got the kind of turnaround of managers as you have with uh, the men's game either. So if someone else had come in to do the job, you go, you might have been, you know, as it were, wait, wait, waiting in the wings for you know two, three, four years to get your opportunity to come back in again. So sometimes you've got to grasp the net, whatever you just take take your take your opportunity, even though it might not be the ideal mm-hmm. timing, or it might you might put a few noses out of joint, but sometimes you just got to do got to bite the bullet and go for it, haven't you? So uh, yeah. Yes, I, yeah, you know, it's not, it's not like, as I said, it's not like the, the men's game where you've got sort of managers sort of coming in for, they're lucky to get six months and if results don't go well, you're out. With the women's game, I think you definitely get a lot more time, which I think is, is quite nice, actually, because, you know, you, you can actually build something, whereas you're not trying to, you know, you're not you're not immediately thrown in and you've got to try and get results straight away. You can actually build things up and as you, you know, you start a starter club, I know Farnborough are quite... Uh, are quite ambitious and they want to they want to progress and they want to get I know they want to the aim is to get promoted this season and do well and do well in the cups etc etc I know that's the aim um, but if it doesn't happen I know that it's not going to be the end of the world you know what I mean you're not going to be thinking oh no I've messed it up and I'm out you know what I mean back to Rushmore you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure they'll have me back now know. <laughs> we'll see we'll see uh, but yeah no it's uh, like I said that the um I know we're going to come on to it later, but but like obviously like the start of the the women's team. Mm. Now the plan was to 
only to start one. We yeah. ended up with, starting with two straight away. Yeah, it but, kind but, of like, snowballed really the, the the interest, didn't it? Once you once you came in and start, and players started coming. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, like I said earlier, like it was um, it, it was just this thing of like we we didn't need to poach anyone. Yeah. At all, because you know it was just you know here here it is type thing. Um, I th- I think. I like to think maybe I had a little bit to do. I don't think people trust me <laughs> yeah. coming across. Yeah. Um, maybe not. Maybe they didn't realise I was there. And now they're like, oh, I'd say Craig's here. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that is the rumour we've heard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, but no, we, we, were, we were quite lucky. Because uh, don't get me wrong, I had, um, I, I had a list, like a short list of players I wanted. And it, it just turns out that pretty much every single player on that short list approached us. Yeah. Um, I'll give um, you know I'll give a couple of I'll give Esme as an example. Like I've watched Esme for a few years. You probably have no idea who I was, but um, like she she was on our on our sort of list, and, and it, she obviously mentioned it to us. And I was sort of like, yeah, I, I know who you are. Like, <laughs> that's, uh, we don't need to see the formalities here, type thing. Um, there was a few others, Leanne as well. I'd, I'd seen before play, um, and it, yeah, it was uh, yeah, we, we, we've been alright. I, I actually approached players to sign for another club okay um which is you know ironic i guess just because we d- we just didn't need to approach players and uh, you know we've we've got players now where other clubs have said they want to come over but you know we have to be like you, know, you shouldn't be talking to us because you break yeah. transfer rules yeah, and yeah. that sort of stuff um but yeah we we uh, right now we don't need to approach players yeah no it's just a testament to how how good the environment is there with you guys and and at the club as well um that that these players are although obviously like they should not really the thing to do but they are sort of approaching you and saying look can we can we come and join you guys it just shows you the what's yeah. going on and how good it is yeah it's, uh, the thing is though like the, the group we've got there now like like I said, we've only been going, I'll talk about the first team, I don't want to step on Dan's toes with a B yeah. team, but I, I do know them quite well as well, but you know, there's, there's another episode for you, uh, <laughs> Dan coming up. Um, but yeah, with, with the first team, and I think probably just the, the club in general, two and a half months into our first ever season, it honestly feels like we've been going for years, Yeah. such as the, the kind of camaraderie and the, um, like I said, I said on Twitter or X or whatever it's called the other day, the, the random singing at training and everyone getting on really well. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's just been delightful. Yeah. Um, results help with that. <laughs> and both teams are doing well, yeah. of course. Um, and, you know, days will come where we will have bad days and bad games. But I feel like it's a group that is, is together already, yeah. which is, is rare for them to be that close. In case people don't know, but how, how are um, as we know, but in you, and you know, but um, how are you? How are you in, in regards to results, how are you actually got you guys doing? Are you uh, are you top of the league? Have you lot of you one, one more and you've lost, etc. You know, what's how, how's that been going? At the end of the day, football's a results I mean, game. Isn't it? I mean, we've won every single game apart from one. Uh, the one we lost is on me because we it. So that was um, so I'll, I'll do it like sort of bit by bit. The league we're currently fourth. But we have played three games, won three games. Um, but we've not played as many league games because we're still in the other cup competitions. Yeah. We've had a couple of postponements and that. So we are currently three points off three teams ahead of us. But we've got three games in hand on one of them and two games in hand on the other two. I would say uh, to listeners, there's a, there's a 
pretty big game for us on December 3rd at home against City Ladies of Portsmouth. They're a, a, a real good side. Like uh, They're definitely one of the ones that will compete with us for, for the league and stuff like that. Um, so definitely come down and watch that and give us a, a support for that one. Um, if I need to watch a, a good game of football. Um, North Hands Cup, we lost to Andover. Um, so that was the one where we tried some stuff, um, to be honest with you. And we only narrowly lost 4-3 um, to that one. I, that was one where if we were... We had identified that cup before the start of the season as one where we wanted to try some things yeah. out because um, it's kind of the, the lesser cup, um, so to speak. So it's one of those where we, if we had gone for it properly, we confident we would, we would have won the game. But what we did in that game has helped us moving forward. Okay. Um, so it was invaluable. And then we've got the Hampshire Invitational Cup where we've got the next round of that on Sunday against Bedhampton from the league above. Um, that's last 16 and then we've got the Hampshire Cup which I'd say is the biggest cup which we just won um, the last round yeah. uh, beating Varsity 2-0 um, on Sunday just gone so we're just waiting for the last 16 draw for that so uh, yeah like I said we've played I think six, seven games we've only lost one we've won the rest scored a load of goals a hatful of goals of, yeah uh, still, of goals, sorting out a defensive stuff as well I think so. I've, got, I've, got it, I've got it written down here you've scored in the, I mean this is better going on in the league because uh, I've got you down as third in the in the in the table with three wins from three, and you scored sixteen oh. goals, uh, conceding ten. Uh, your top goal scorers at the minute are Esme's got six, and Katie and Ellie have got five each. So you, yeah. you, you mean that they're they're scoring goals, and 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 I know like from speaking, we spoke to um, Ellie and and Georgia a couple of weeks ago. They're they're, they're having fun. They're having fun playing, and they're enjoying it. That's what I mean. And, and and when they're enjoying it, they're they're winning. Yeah, it's. Um, I think one thing to to note, and it's probably important to note, because we've had a lot of comparisons with um, Haven and Waterlooville, but you know, right, rightly so, because of the, the size of the clubs and mm. you know, both being the men's teams being the national league south. Um, but we, we've been slightly different to them because they essentially, and I hope this isn't disrespectful to them, because I know Chris, the, the manager over there, and the former manager Ben, and you know they, they've done a really good job there. Mm. Um, but they essentially picked up another team brought it across to right. that project and obviously they have you know that was a good team to start with and obviously they've added to that and done really really well um, but farmer what we what we've done is actually we picked up players from everywhere yeah um so as i said there was i know there was a lot of jokes about how many came over from rushmore and yeah i think i was a bit guilty of that with the with the uh the podcast twitter Every time it, it, it did seem like in the summer, every time yeah. a player was announced, it, they, they were coming from Rushmore, and I, I made a little joke on 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 Twitter saying, "Oh, have the Rushmore got any got any players left? We seem to be taking them all." And uh, yeah, I think, no, it, it, I think it, got, it drew a response from someone from from uh, Rushmore uh, to say that there yeah. are plenty of players left. So. Yeah, they blocked you immediately. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, they've, they've had a, a few things to say, on, on, unfortunately. But yeah, no, it's, it's up to them. But that's football, do you mean? That happens, do you mean? It is, it is. Uh, so, so, yeah, but I think what, what I really want to point out is we, we've got a squad in the first team where, like, I'd, I'd probably say, and again, I hope it's not disrespectful or whatever to, to those players, but sort of they, they haven't come from league winning sides, cup winning sides. I think, uh, I know Katie had a really good season last year with. Um, well, they're now called Ashridge now. Um, so, so they won the league, had a really good season, got to a really good cup final. Um, I know Leanne has um, had a, a really good sort of career in football mm. and, and won promotions and all that sort of stuff. Um, but a lot of the girls are, you know, quite young, 
not used to winning. So being in a position of having to, you know, have that winning mentality and yeah. always be on it is something they are they are learning. And um, if you look at some of our results where we've gone two, three, four nil up, and then we've let the other team back in, yeah, yeah, I think it's to do with with that, um, which we spoke about at length. But it's it's all a a learning curve for yeah. them, and they are learning. Yeah. They are such a good bunch. No, that's good, yeah. But how frustrating has it been the last few weeks, though, uh, with, uh, with all the postponements? And, yeah, and that, I mean, you have played friendlies in the last couple of weeks, which is good to get, obviously get minutes in the tank for the girls. But, um, but obviously, you want to be playing the competitive games. Yeah, but it's 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 a little bit frustrating. But I actually think the the friendlies have really helped us out because most of the teams have not played, yeah. whereas we haven't missed a Sunday yet, and, yeah. and we beat a diff one side. Uh, I think it was seven one. I think it was. Yeah. Um, and then the Tottenham friendly, obviously they're unbeaten. Um, so again, I, we we sort of thought that would be a bit bit more of a closer game. Yeah. Um, so I think we are. Those two friendlies again, a bit like the the testing that we've done in the Andover game, have been really valuable yeah. for us in, in terms of what we'll do moving forward. And the the result on Sunday, while it was only two nil, it was probably the most complete performance of the season, okay. um, apart from putting the ball in the net. Yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, the, the friendlies. Yeah, you'd rather play competitive games, but we're getting minutes on the pitch that yeah. a lot of the teams. The good thing about friendlies, it allows you to to work on things that you want to. Try or, or or not. I mean, so um, it, it allows you to to do that, and then it doesn't matter if so much if goals go. You can see goals or, or potentially lose a game, but gives it like you say, it gives them minutes in the in the tank at the end of the day. Yeah, no, for sure. Esme, by the way, is blaming the lack of goals for the uh, no no blue headband, no no blue uh, headband that she couldn't find it apparently. So that was the that was the issue. Oh, right. so, uh, that'll be re- that'll be resurrected uh, or resolved next week. She said, so don't worry. I remember. Uh, I hope she doesn't mind saying this. Actually, but like I remember before the Bears were in game, where obviously she banged four in. Um, I, th- I think uh, at, at training, I think she sort of missed a few chances at training and that. Uh, and then obviously she she went from that to then banging four yeah, goals yeah. in in twenty minutes against Bears and it was like, oh wow, yeah, just save <laughs> it for match days, please. Like uh, <laughs> she was on fire that day. Right. Yes. No. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all going it's all going really well for you guys at the minute. But um, but let's talk about the future because it was announced. Um, I think it was last week that uh, you're setting up some sort of um, foundation or or um or pathway. Pathway. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So it's just on the pathway for for the girls. It, how is this? How has that uh, come about? And what uh, and what does that what does it mean for the future? Yeah, so I mean, like I said, it's it's important for us to have a women's first team and obviously the B team. Obviously, that is important. Mm. The, the kind of the real meat of this work, really, from the start, was to create a, a pathway mm. for girls in the local area. Um, and if, if if I can be kind of frank with regards to that announcement, it was kind of just so people would stop asking us <laughs> if we were doing it. Um, like the the interest before even announced anything has been. Quite incredible, uh, to be honest with you. Um, similar to what happened with the, with the adult stuff, pretty much. With you. But like, we want to. We, the goal was always to provide the best place for um, girls to, to play football. Sure. But this is go- and creating a sort of youth teams, girls youth teams, and stuff like that. Is this is going to be a, a long process? It's not an overnight thing. 
Um, there's obviously people working on it in, in the background, so the planning and stuff like that. But the goal in years to come, like I said, is it's not going to be overnight. This is going to take time. No, it's obviously to to create a a system where we've got girls coming up through the through the age groups and eventually playing for the first team. There's a couple of other local clubs who, who have had that, and it's you know wonderful um, for them. Um, but you know we we want to do it at Farnborough because we feel like we've got a better foundation to, to provide that. Um, and you know, like even sort of being unselfish, like if we were to you know bring a girl up with the youth ranks and all that kind of stuff, and then maybe you know pass them on to Chelsea or Manchester United, yeah. that's that's also you know really good. And yeah. we've um, with the the club being what it is and the, the reach that it has, we also have a better chance of doing that at us rather than I don't know Park Town Rovers FC, for example. Yeah, um, just to make up a club name. But um, yeah, so that's the goal in general. Um, but it's going to take time and, and a lot of hard work. How, how does it? Um, how's it going to work, Craig? With that, is it you're going to have uh, you're going to have say like a like an under sixteen team, or then and then do it, then maybe have an under under thirteen team, and then sort of build from that, or is that where you're going to get the people, or you're not so you're too sure then what the arrangement's going to be yet? Yeah, I mean we've got a good idea of what it's going to look like year one, year two. Um, but mostly we we still kind of got internal discussions going on in terms of what we want and need to prioritise. I think we are there. Um, I think we were probably there a few months ago. Um, but like I said, it's the sort of thing where like if you want to you want to announce it and be sure it's it's going to happen type of thing. So that's why we did the women's stuff first, take a little while, make sure we're all bedded in and, and whatever, and then, and then kind of go from there. So um, we're not going to, I'll say this, we're not going to go straight next summer, girls under seven, eight, nine, yeah, ten, yeah. Seven, all the way through. That's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. Unless something crazy happens. Um, I mean, that alone just costs money anyway, do you know what I mean? To, to set something like that up in the first place, do you know what I mean? So it's got, you've got, gonna like you say, it's going to be a slow, gradual pro- process. Um, I, I would imagine you start with the lower ages first, maybe, and then progress them, and then progress up. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is is what I would say on that one. But uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 exciting times, especially if you you know if you've got a, a daughter, granddaughter, niece, or whatever it might be. There was yeah. a, a guy that commented on our Instagram, I think it was yesterday, saying that he was bringing down his three. Um, Great nieces to the game on Sunday. Yeah, and you know that's uh, you know that that's incredible for for the town for for that to happen and for no. us to yeah to kind of you know make girls football a, a big thing in the town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, too right, too right. Uh, right. Yeah, but we've me and Alan have been to uh, been to a couple of games, and we've, we're thinking about coming on Sundays. Where we're, we're uh, recovered in time from our uh, <laughs> after the bath match after after our night out afterwards. Um, but that's another story for a uh, next week. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, yeah we're thinking about coming to come on. We've always noticed the atmosphere at the at the, at the ladies' games is is uh, is really good actually. You know, yeah, there's only a lot of the times we've been the weather's not been particularly good. It's either been boiling hot or uh, or raining horrible. Um, so um, it's uh, it's been um, yeah, it's been it's been nice. And, you know, you got you've got lots of the lots of families there as well for the, the girls to cheer in the moment, which is really nice. Yeah, there's only there's only maybe you know 50, 60 people there, but um, it's 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 quite nice. And uh, you know, it's good. I like, I like that. It's a good atmosphere. It's only only a couple of quid to get in, so uh, you know, happy days really. Yeah, it's, it's definitely where people come down and stuff like that. Like it's, uh, the, the, I think the game that you're referring to is boiling hot. I'm gonna kind of ignore that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens. Um, we'll see them again at some point down the road. Down the road, but you know, we've, um, you know, all, all the girls are, are really good footballers as well. Like, um, 
and like the progression from where they were on the first trial like there's a couple of them at the first trial where you know i'll be honest we were a bit like we can keep these on and yeah. honestly they have just developed and just got so confident and like the, the progression they've made has been really incredible um like oh it's you know I'd go, I'd go into war with, with all of them, to, to be honest with you, um, as a, a football war anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, they've, they've been brilliant. But yeah, no, it would be good to see, you know, get a few more people down. And I, I think we probably, as a club, probably need to do a little bit more in terms of promoting yeah. um, the women's games. But I, I feel like it's it's one of those teething problems that is, is going to be ironed out. And I think that I'm, I'm hoping next season, if we can get into the FA Cup, um, I think that'll be a, a massive day Absolutely, uh, for, yeah. for women's football in the area. Absolutely, yeah. No, well, well, me and Simon are always um, promoting the, 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 your games and that every every week, uh, retweeting, tweeting every yeah. week, so, as well as the men's the men's games as well. So we, we've we've said on previous podcasts we're trying to get we want to get as many people to go and watch the men's men's uh, men's football as, as we can, especially in this time of year when numbers traditionally tend to sort of drop off because it's too cold and yeah. But we're also doing the same thing for for you guys as well to, to to try and drive the interest and promote it and try and get more people to come. It's only a pound to get in to come and watch it play. Do you know what I mean? It's nothing. So the more people you can get in there, the the, the bigger your growth and the faster your growth. Yeah, no, I just want to say as well, like thank you, you guys for for doing that. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's been it's been great to see. You. So yeah, thanks for for supporting the girls and uh, yeah, it's our pleasure. And I should, I should also mention as well, you know, with, with, with there being less people in the ground as well, there's no queue at the burger van, so, so <laughs> yeah. Simon, you know, everyone's happy, really. Simon's favourite place, <laughs> Simon's favourite part of the grounds. Yeah, you'll, you'll find me hanging out there most games, so, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, being, being um, like, truth on that, like, one of the first reasons I started coming down to Farnborough so often was because it wasn't full, if I'm honest. Yeah, like, yeah, I had yeah. a, a young son, well, he's still young, he's... 13 yeah. so um, but he was a lot younger back then you know i could take him there you know a lot of room and, and stuff and it yeah. did, like it was just a nice family atmosphere exactly. and um, you exactly. know it, it still is all these all these years on you know when you go to the ground yeah no exactly simon's the same simon's got a little two and a half year old son who um he bring, when he, he brings him to home games when he when he can and it's like you say there's, there's um space for, for when we're sitting there and he just sort of runs up and down the 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 aisle really well while someone watches the game and he's he's do you mean he's only two two and a half years old he's not really watching the game that much he's just happy in his own little world and he's free to do it and and yeah so he's he's enjoying it he, he likes uh, he likes banging all the seats as well so, so really, I should also <laughs> add like uh, I do supervise my child uh, uh, well when I'm at the games I just let him run off and yeah uh, you know, <laughs> he, he has he has run on the pitch after one of the ladies games he did well, yeah he did yeah got well, he didn't get told off. I, I got told off, but uh, anyway, yeah, it was uh, yeah. What can you do? He, he, he likes he likes the the wide open spaces of, of Cherry Road. What can I say? You know, who doesn't? You know? <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah. my my mate's son actually. I think he's oh, man, get this right. I hope he's not listening. It's five or six. Like he's often up the back of one of his hands, like bang on the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. And he, he normally gets it wrong. And then the other <laughs> week, you know the the Ukraine flags. Um, yeah. We tried to pull one of them down. I was just oh thinking, no. Like, oh, <laughs> Right, yeah, so we're a bit conscious of the fact that you because obviously you want to get to uh, get to the game to the game this evening. So we'll 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 move on to um the uh, the questions that have come in for us for you. 
Um, I've got one one question from um, a guy who who um, asked asked the, the girls a question, Ellie and her sister. But I must confess as well, Craig, that um, I did kind of reach out to the girls uh, in your in your team who have sent in. Um, Oh, no. Quite a number of questions. So I do this. I do this on. Yeah, yeah. I do this on my. Um, I do a radio show on a Sunday evening up in Buckinghamshire, and uh, when I have uh, managers or teams in, I tell. I give them I, the phone number for their to give to their players to text in, and I say to them, and I said this to the girls, this is a free hit on your manager to ask him whatever you want. It's all fun, fun and jovial and all that, and and it just makes. Yeah, you raise your eyebrows. It, but it makes. Uh, it makes it it'll make yeah it'll make training it make training tomorrow interesting for you. So uh, okay. so I'll well, kick off. The amount of dress ups you're gonna have to be handing out, Craig. It's gonna be on the scale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's going be through some of the questions we've been allowed to ask. So, uh, yeah. you know, so yeah. bear in mind it's a family show, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we've had we have had a few from the girls, but I'll kick off first with um, a friend of the show uh, called uh, Balam who asked a question to the girls uh, the other week and he's got a couple of questions for you so this is the real real question this is the, the, the serious one yeah. so he, he says uh, in germany uh, union berlin have a female assistant manager he says do you see female managers happening in non-league or just in general the men's game should be to you know to to, to be blunt um, I think it's um, you know it should be based on your your football knowledge if you know yeah. what I mean. I, I feel like you've obviously we've got that hurdle of oh, I think the manager and you know the, the ones who will come in over the next few years, yeah. all, all the eyes are going to be on them. Um, but I do think in time that stigma or that stereotype or whatever will will go, mm-hmm. and I think it w- it will be the norm. But like like women's football like building up right now, like it takes this will take time. Yeah. Um, for that stigma to go, but there, there are I quite a lot of female coaches or whatever in the local area, and my God, they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it it will happen. It's it's just. But what, so so why why do you think it is then that we've not seen one seen one yet? Because like I say, you've got people like Emma Hayes, for example, a Chelsea manager wow. who's next season is going to be the US Women's National Team coach next season, but. Yeah. There's been for, for the last couple of years, few years, there's been sort of shouts for, or claims for her to to move into the men's game, but it hasn't happened yet. So I think it's um, it's it's similar to kind of female players as well. Like over the last kind of twenty thirty years, there just hasn't really been the opportunities that mm. kind of the male siders have. Mm. So I'll, I'll give it like a, a for example, like I met with. Um, one of the local leagues around here that do youth football, and they've only they've only just started doing um, girls' leagues, but they do under sevens, under eights, and I think it's under nines. They don't do the rest, oh, right. um, and that's kind of a, whereas on the boys' side, they have for years always done the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, and it's it's just there's a lot of legacy issues that need to be ironed out. So I think a lot of the girls that, that we have now, their kind of youth football careers have been very stop start you know they might play with the, the girls teams but then there aren't many girls team there isn't a coach much to do it so they go boys teams or do mixed or whatever and then you know they reach an age where you know they play for a few years and it's very i think for a lot of them it's been very stop start stop start whereas with yeah. the, the boys stuff it's been they have the pathway that pathway has been in for 30 40 50 years whatever it might be but with the, the girls stuff on the player side it's only just 
started getting going and it's the same with the coaches yeah so you know if you, if you think about it if you're a an aspiring female coach say 10 years ago and like you want to coach you have to go into a room with a load of you know 30 40 50 year old males who you know are going to look at you and be like yeah. what is a woman doing here and yeah. that that's tough to overcome mentally yeah, yeah. but like you know these days there are female only coaching courses and that, that's a okay. great a great starting point um for that but then again i, I think in 10 20 years time is when we go on the coaching courses it's going to be quite mixed and it's going to be the norm and we are getting there but it, it's all about kind of the opportunities and in terms of like the football stuff the opportunities for males and females has not been the same yeah. over the last few decades but it is changing so it's a matter of time Oh, good. Yeah, no, it's good. To, it's good to see that it is changing um, uh, like that because it, it, But we saw we said we said uh, Simon and I said said that I think we, it, it was on another podcast or we might have said it to each other that earlier on in the season before this season started in the professional game was it Forest Green Simon who um, who hired yeah, was say, the, um, the intermediary. When you asked about the question about Emma Hayes, you mentioned that about her, but um, obviously Forest Green had a temporary manager that in there. It, there was yeah. a female. Um, and she was in the coach, and I think she got. But they know obviously she didn't get the job full time. They went with someone else. Um, but and she's she like the head of development at Forest Green as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She's she stepped down, so she's obviously head of development at Forest Green, which is good. Which I think she's the highest, highest, um, um, highest sort of coach there are in, in the men's game currently. I think it's her. I don't think there's anyone else that's said doing any any better, so, as it were. But also uh, Emma Hayes was also I think as part of last season. She was rumored to have been offered the um, the AFC Wimbledon job. But she turned it down because um, she, yeah, she said that I'm, I'm, I'm currently managing at elite level in the in the women's game. Why should I be then uh, managing at that then League One level? Um, but I, 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 at the time, I thought that's a bit daft because you need to, you've got to start somewhere. And if she did really well, then she she she'd, she'd probably yeah. get offered something better, something bigger and better. But um, having having looked at it, uh, having having um, sort of mellowed in my view uh, some of my views about women's <laughs> football in the last sort of six months or so um i can sort of understand where she was coming from now <laughs> the end <laughs> <laughs> right so we'll go on to uh some of the questions that the girls have have um kindly given us for you craig uh i'll start I haven't with... done team selection for sunday yet so i'll just let you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start i'll start with um uh, uh, Ellie Staley, who we who we at the podcast we sponsor. Her. Um, oh, we know, oh, we know, we names as well. Oh, yeah, just yeah, right yeah. under the bus there. Yeah, right under the bus. Yeah, I told him. <laughs> I told him. Uh, she wants to know your who, what's your favourite and least favourite thing about coaching women. Oh, that's quite a good question. Do you know what people always tell me? Oh. You know, and, and this is from um, the players themselves. Like I, I say, like players from former clubs, um, they say, "Oh, it must be a nightmare coaching women because you know, time of the month, blah 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 blah." They always say that. Um, if I'm honest, like I don't think there's anything in particular to women no. that I sort of noticed. Like I, I haven't coached in men's football. I've, I've played in played in men's football, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything in particular that's like associated to women. I, I think just. Uh, lateness no 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 let me rephrase that <laughs> lateness is is kind of uh i understand because people have family lives yeah, and yeah, work yeah. and stuff like that gets in the way it's when you're not told and then like they don't turn up or they turn up half hour later and just join the session yeah 
Um, so I'm I'm sort of coach where like I understand people have lives, um, and like even just a look, I'm going to be late because of something yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's fine for me. Um, so probably that. Um, in terms of and not being ready to come on as a sub, that drives me nuts. That really, yeah, that winds yeah. me up. Um, this thing, I'll, I'll speak about like the the group here. Like they just want to learn so much. Yeah. Um, and that is the, the best thing. They, they want to be better players than yeah. every single one of them. Um, and I can't thank them enough for, for wanting to do that. And, you know, I they push me. Yeah, and I think uh, after, like, we, like I said, we've, we've spoken to Ellie and her sister, Georgia, and uh, Esme and Leanne, and, and that's the kind of feel that we've got, we've, that's come across from speaking to them about working with, working with you and, and, the, and the other coaches, that they want to, hence why they, they I think, I think it was Georgia that said that they wanted the, the extra training session as well because they yeah. wanted to do more. Yeah, so I've lost my free night of the week now, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she, she also had another question, a second, a second question. She said, as a team, what's the most annoying thing? I think you sort of touched on this a little bit a second ago when you said about uh, not being ready to come on as a sub. What's the most annoying thing that they do? Oh. The sub thing isn't really them, to be fair. I was more thinking about other um, teams, especially at youth level that I've done. Um, I was trying to think about them as a, as a team. I don't know, really. Could be in training or in, or in a game situation. They're annoyingly pretty good, <laughs> I'm honest. Yeah, I think they're yeah. Far, far too nice, Craig. Far too yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's also, there was no opportunity to, uh, to sort of uh, pin you down for some answers, but now it's your, also your opportunity I guess to absolutely kill them, but you, you haven't I, done it. Okay. I guess one thing is is uh, she got uh, Nelly. Um, she nicked my hat once, which I wasn't too impressed with. That's all. Let her off. I let her off. Yeah, that probably, that's probably it. That does bring us on nicely, actually, to Nelly's question. Actually, oh, uh, no. she, she's actually said, uh, "What's more shiny, a bowling ball fresh out of the shiner or Craig's head?" Thank you, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> I was assured. No I, I was. I was assured that um, that Nelly does like to wind you up about about this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, absolutely. <laughs> nah, Nelly's all right. She's uh, she's a character. She's a character. So hopefully, she can play football for her. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Izzy's also asked something of similar similar nature. She says, uh, "Do you use shampoo on your head?" I told her I wasn't going to give her the answer to that. And I, I that. <laughs> it's your your, uh, your your hair treatments are your your secret. You're not letting anyone know. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Well, this isn't being recorded on video, so I'm assuming everyone thinks I've got an afro or something like that, or like long long blonde locks. You know. So. Yeah. We 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 can confirm there is uh, there's a hair there only on your eyebrows. <laughs> I've got nice eyebrows. Someone once said, so I'll take that. <laughs> Uh, so Izzy also said, out of them, out of them lot, who's the high, who's the most high maintenance? Oh, Izzy. <laughs> there you go, Izzy. That's your answer, then. <laughs> I think that's the answer she was hoping for. I'll I'll give Izzy some credit. Actually, this is a podcast exclusive behind the scenes. So on Sunday, before we uh, scored the second, we we won a corner. And Izzy turned around and she goes, oh, look, Craig, we've scored. And I was doing something else at the time. So I looked around thinking we'd like, I've missed something. Uh, we hadn't scored. But, like five seconds later, we did score. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Uh, Nostradamus. She's seen into like, the future. She's like Mystic mm. Meg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she won't know who that is, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. 
I should actually, Mystic Meg's also dead, so I hope that doesn't also come true. Oh, That's so yeah. <laughs> well done, Simon. So, yeah, so um, Captain Leanne, this is your clock captain, isn't she? Uh, yeah. She she has said that earlier on in the season you got a yellow card. What was it for? I don't know, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so that was again, having away. The the referee absolutely had it in for me straight away. Really? And, and like, I'm, I'm usually pretty chill, if I'm honest with you. I, I used to be a lot worse, but I kind of chilled over the last few years. Um, so, yeah, there was a bad decision. I kind of said something. He, he booked me, but I've said that thing loads of times before and been absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, what I will say is five minutes after, there was an injury, and we had a box of sweets, so I went on the pitch and gave both teams loads of sweets, so I feel like I made up for it doing that. <laughs> Thought you were too nice, Craig, didn't it? Uh, Georgia has uh, asked two questions, a couple of questions. Your fav- Who's your favourite and least, this is going to be a tough one for you, your favourite and least favourite player? Yeah, there's no, no sitting on the fence with this one, Craig. We need answers, I'm afraid. There's wow. no, no sort of, oh no, they're all wonderful, we're none of that rubbish. I feel like after her question, I feel like least favourite, I have to say Nelly, bless her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favourite? Oh. I'm gonna, you can I'm do gonna more than one if you like. I'll, I'll, I'm going to throw a curveball, actually. I, I don't think many people would maybe expect this, but we had a, um, a few keeper issues, shall we say? Yes. Uh, at, at the start of the season. Um, so, and we brought Morgan in from Woking. So I'm going to say Morgan, because like I said to her, I'm like, she was like the, the final piece of the jigsaw for us. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll go Morgan, because I, I think just because she was the, she's the final piece of the jigsaw. Yeah, so very nice. Very good. Um, and she also asked, which team do you prefer managing, Rushmore or Farnborough? Farnborough. <laughs> that was quick. Oh, no, no hesitation whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah that's, that's an easy one. Uh, right, Ben, your physio, has asked. Really? Yeah, 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 this one's come in. Oh, tell you what, that guy's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> he has said... You uh, recently against Liphook, you played Georgia as a striker who normally plays centre back, scored two goals. Has that impacted your decisions tactically moving forwards? <laughs> um, I tell you what, it was a bit of a shock. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you can you can actually hear me on the video. I think we should go in for the first one, and I'm literally saying, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh no!" When the ball went in. Um, so we'll see. Well, I think it was. Yeah, more, was I think it was just just as shocked to, to her as it was to anybody else. Someone finished though the first one. Yeah, like she finished it like a thirty goal a season strike. <laughs> it's quite impressive. No, no. And last question. This one's come from Rosie, and I think she's probably trying to wind you up here. And she has asked you, why do you think Rangers are more successful than Celtic? Ah, 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 drops. Um, they're not I I, I don't know I mean what's my son 13 I think they've only won one big title during his life so maybe maybe says all that all that needs to be said I think there's some extra press ups for Rosie coming uh, over the next couple of days I have to agree with you there, Craig. Because I'm, I'm a I'm a Celtic fan in Scotland, and they're my Scottish team as well, Celtic. And uh, yeah, there's no there's no way you could say Rangers have been more successful than Celtic. I'm afraid. So I'm not. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed in on Sunday. 
discount rate. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean, for me, it's like they, they've got a better manager as well now with Brendan Rodgers back there. So I think it's uh, you know, but uh, that Philip uh, Claymore guy they brought in at Rangers has uh, started off quite well, so uh, it might come up. But they, they, they're, they're like two or three years behind Rangers. Uh, so, yeah. I didn't pick up them at Rangers, but they, they tend to go through the, the same cycle. Like they they bring a manager in in November after sacking the yeah. old one. They do yeah. quite well. They'll probably beat us after the league's one, and then they'll get very excited in the summer. They'll yeah. sign a few nobodies, and then start the season poorly, sack the manager, and the cycle continues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So great. Yeah. Is that, is, that, is that your team, Craig? Is it Celtic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, apart from Farnborough. Uh, which is yeah. a, a late edition. Um, yeah, yes, I've always supported Celtic. Uh, my dad's Scottish. The, the kind of family history is, is the Irish and the, the classic come over yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, so it's it's, yeah, it's pretty pretty good. I wish we'd spend our money that we've got, but <laughs> can't complain really. No, no. Yeah. I think my my team uh, uh, has has been uh, Hibernian because I've got. I've got family up in Edinburgh, but um, but they they're all they're all um, Hibs Hibs fans, so uh, I've sort of taken them on as a as a as my third team behind Spurs yeah. and Farnborough, obviously. I mean, to, to be fair, I mean I, it's not quite right, but people say without without Hibs, there's no Celtic. Um, similar similar thing. So yeah, I'm allowing Hibs. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, look, look at the time. It's it's uh, almost kickoff time. Um, uh, the Farnborough uh, uh, Worthing game. So we'll let you go, and we'll end uh, this part uh, now. Uh, so before we come back, uh, uh, me and Simon will have a little chat on our own. Um, but yeah. So thanks for coming on, Craig. Uh, it's been really great having a, having a chat with you. And uh, we'll hopefully we'll if we're not worse for wear, we'll see you on Sunday uh, for the game Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, no, it sounds good. Thank you so much for your time on the show, and um, uh, best of luck to those players with some questions. They're not training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. we're going to be spending more time doing press ups than running. Or, running. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe running press ups, that'd be quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write that down now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Thanks, Craig. Nice to see you. Take yeah. care. So, we'll end it. Don't go just yet, Craig, but we'll end, we'll end it there. So, uh, we'll, um, me and Simon will be back in, in a minute for the second part. Thanks a lot, guys. Welcome back to uh, the All Things Borough podcast. This is part two. Um, we just had Craig. Craig's gone, and that was a that was a great chat with him, wasn't it? It was a really good talking to him. Yeah, yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, he's um, he's uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, he knows his stuff. Certainly he's, knows his uh, stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, doing a, doing a good job at uh, with the ladies team. I don't, I don't, one of the things I was going to ask him actually was does he does he prefer farmer women or farmer ladies or uh, you know or, or, or I don't know because he gets a, there's a bit of a a, mi- a mixed uh, mixed. Um, uh, group of uh, teams in the leagues, I think, with some of the ladies, some of the women's, yeah, some are just you know. But uh, anyway, whatever they're females, farmer females, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <coughs> right, so yeah. as as we as we speak, as we said, obviously the farmer are playing Worthing tonight, and you've got the um, uh, the team sheet. So let's have a look, let's have a look at see who's who's starting, and let's go through the team sheet. Yeah, here we go. We're gonna. Uh, I'll go through the team, and I'll and then we'll try and predict the uh, the, the formation as usual. Oh, get well, it I'll, so, I'll write this, uh, here we go. Uh, write this down as you so, go through uh, it. Do it slowly. So yeah, T- Turner in goal, obviously. Uh, we've got. Uh, I'm gonna go with a back three of Robinson, 
uh, Nelson and Pruti. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, left side, Norva Williams. Right side, Reggie. Uh, with uh, Pendlebury and uh, Aaron Cole in the midfield. And then we've got Cullen up top with Saeed and, uh, and Connor Hall. Well, I reckon that maybe, yeah. But that looks like a 4 3 4 3. Three, four, three. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. Hall will be up top front, and, and then Cullen probably on the on the on the I reckon, right. Yeah, and, I reckon. Uh, I reckon Hall will be up top on his own with Cullen and Saeed. Yeah. Probably yeah. Bit, either either wide or behind him. So it'd be like a yeah three four two one maybe. Yeah, bench wise, I don't know what they've done here, but they've got Cullen on the bench also. So I don't know if that's a, that's correct. Or oh, not, I reckon there's a typo uh, somewhere then. Yeah, I think it's probably. I think that's probably for Livy on the bench rather than uh, rather than Cullen. Yeah. So uh, we'll go with uh, C C J on the bench with uh, Jordan Perez. Tony Maloney on the bench, uh, Ricky Holmes. Jaden uh, Perez on the bench. Has he been? Has yeah. he, he's not been around, has he? Yeah, no, he's been on the bench the last few games. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's been on the bench. He just hasn't gone. So um, we, we're we're quite strong in central midfield. To be fair, I think that's probably yeah. why we uh, up upward left because we've got we've got loads of uh, loads of options yeah. in central midfield. Yeah. I mean, CJ can play there as a holding player as well most yeah. of the time. Ricky as well. So we've got plenty of players in the centre. Who, uh, who else is on the bench then? Uh, you've got CJ Perez. Says Cullen, but I think that's probably for Livy. Um, Tony Maloney and uh, Ricky Holmes. He says Ricky Holmes is number six, but that's obviously also incorrect. So <laughs> don't know who's been, who's been there doing, doing the uh, the fire Twitter this evening, but uh, they should be fired. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 now. <clears throat> we're trying, to get, we're trying to, to get in the club, yeah. Simon. We don't want to be ousted up before that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take over. Yeah, that's fine. But I think looking at it, if it is a three-four-three, yeah. it could be a. A three-five-two with um, with a side dropping in. Um, yeah, maybe like it, he did against uh, like he did against um, um, Yeovil the other week. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks it, it looks like a strong 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 eleven basically. Yeah, I think that's, that's yeah. That's I mean, a, Worthing are a yeah. If we're doing a preview, I think Worthing are one of the as Spencer said, one of the strongest uh, strongest team in the league. They keep the ball really well, play yeah. nice football. Uh, it's a good evening as well for for uh, sort of tippy tappy party football as well. So, well, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, it depends on on what our pitch is like as well at the minute. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's pretty good. We haven't we haven't had a home game on it for uh, a couple of weeks now. The last home game was was the uh, was the Weymouth match, so yeah. it should be fine. It's been looking alright. It's not it's not it's not been particularly wet either. So it's been just been, been wet, but not too wet. You know, so no. ideal ideal for home football really. Plus, uh, it's a bit of a bit of a crispy chill in the air as well, so that's always good. So uh, yeah. <clears throat> Happy days. So, uh, any any predictions out for the game? I uh, I think yeah. I said uh, I think I said on our, on the predictions uh, uh, game. I think I said two one. You did, yeah. I think I said two one. Yeah, right, two yeah. one to us. Yeah. yeah. I, went, I went for a, went for a one one. I think. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but uh, as I said to you the other day, I'd, I'd take uh, next two games. I'd take two draws. To be fair. No, to be honest, <laughs> I think. Yeah. That's that's too that's too safe. I think we we've got a no uh, four points minimum. Uh, well, that's the, what we need. Next two games. That's what we need. Being realistic, I think you know. I think we'll be uh, we'll be lucky. Uh, we'll be lucky to get uh, get four points. I think because uh, yeah. I am looking forward to the Bath game Saturday because obviously. Well, we'll yeah, be I was just going to say. I was just going to uh, say we'll preview the Bath game as well because we are yeah. going to be in attendance uh, for the game. Uh, thanks to Matt Rose. Uh, a shout out to Matt Rose for sort of uh, sorting us out with um, uh, the, the tickets and the, and the platinum lounge. That would be uh, amazing. Yeah, the uh, 
Trade, trade Tech Consultants uh, yeah. shirt sponsor stick, obviously. Bit of a plug there, Matt. So there's no, no, no chance of getting out and not giving us a ticket now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not signed and sealed yet, so he can still pull out of it. <laughs> no, no, we, we, we've done the plug for his company now, so no, it's, 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 the deal's done and dusted. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, will, well, I will get you, get you a few pints in as usual. Well, any, uh, anyway, as, as a, as a anyway, um, like I said, we will be in the attendance, um, thanks to Matt, uh, for the game, uh, with our friend Mark Chitty as well, he's, he's come in all the way up from Wales to watch the game, and uh, obviously to see me, maybe not you much, so much, Simon, uh, but uh, yeah, so well, now Bath is a completely different uh, prospect to uh, Worthing tonight, um, I thought maybe Spencer might have rested a couple of players in preparation for Bath because obviously, especially people like Nelson, because he's not, he's always getting himself injured. Um, but what, what are we expecting from Bath? Considering Bath or seem to be sort of flying a minute. Have you got the, have you got the league table up on your phone? Well, I don't know. Uh, I haven't, but I think they're, they're fourth, I think. Um, and they, I think they were, cause, um, uh, Maidstone won last night against uh, against Ch- uh, Chelmsford. Yes, um, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, Louis. Um, yeah, they uh, they won one 0 and um, the uh, the player Louis Amakachi or whatever his name is or Amasama whatever scored again. He's got like something like ten goals now, so he keeps every week he scores. Well, I said Amakachi, but I think that's a bloke who played for Everton a few years back. Um, yeah. I think it could be him. Maybe he's still playing. Maybe he's still playing. About fifty. About 50. Uh, Daniel Amakachi, I think his name. Was. But this guy's. Um, uh, yeah, we're at Levi uh, and some other. But anyway, he's uh, he's banging them in. He scored again last night. Got the winner, so uh, they won with us. They're up to second behind the Oval. Uh, and Kabafa, um, I think Bafa fourth, uh, Avery a third, Bafa fourth, and then uh, we're 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 sitting in sort of tenth, eleventh yeah. at the moment. So uh, I think we're not far off the playoffs, though. We're no, we're not. No, we're not. Um, and obviously, like a, a win, a win will sort of boost us up a little bit um, and give them a bit more conf- bit of confidence going into Saturday. But yeah. I think from, uh, on the, in the perspective of Bath City, I think we um, we need to make sure that we defensively that we that we are sound because they are scoring a lot of goals at the minute, aren't they, Bath? Yeah, Bath. Yeah, I mean they've, they've got a um, they've got a guy uh, Thomas Justin Thomas, his name is on the wing, and he's he's probably going to be the next the next player to make the football league from from this league. Um, so he's really good. They certainly signed him in the summer, but he's been a bit of a revelation. So he's their top scorer. Uh, from the, I think he plays. He plays on the wing though, so it says, yeah. says, says a lot. Really, he's quite a good cuts in and curls, curls, curls balls in. So he's going to, he's going to be difficult to stop. Um, and uh, yeah, they're just all round. Really, they've just improved a lot from last year. I think I, I, I did our predictions at the start of the season. I predicted Bath might struggle a bit this year. They've been taunted actually. I thought might struggle <laughs> and Avery. So I think, all I think of my we've learned. Just, I think we've yeah. learned just from, predi- <laughs> from from our predictions across the board every week that um, it's. It's, it's not easy, is it, predicting all these things? We, look, do you mean we, we thought no. Sal would be there or thereabouts in the playoffs around yeah, about now, yeah. and, they, and they haven't been. No one predicted, apart from Louis, the Chelsea guy, about he predicted about Avery. We never thought Avery would be as good as they as they are currently. Yeah, it might just a long old season, isn't it? Yeah, you think you're only you're we're only a, a third of the way through, yeah. and it's uh, yeah. you know, it's a long old season. Things can go wrong. We you know Avery have already lost a couple of players, uh, so I think the wheels might start coming off there a little bit because you can't keep you can't. Keep getting lucky with your with your uh, with your recruitment. It's sooner or later, no, so yeah, uh, course, yeah. you're not going to be able to recruit the best players. So this is yeah. why this is where Farber needs to uh, and Spencer needs to need to do really needs to do really good things in January. Uh, maybe get rid of some dead wood that are not playing that he doesn't want in the team anymore. Uh, I think that's, that's yes, I mean, players are going to leave. 
with Hall and uh, Prutu now, obviously now let's say Prutu's uh, extended his loan to January, but they're, they're yeah. obviously going to go in January. Uh, so that's a that's a centre back and a striker that we're going to need to recruit in in January, just alone. Do you know what I mean? So and then like you say, yeah. he's going. I mean, he said it. He said as he said it as much in his last um, in his last um, interview yeah. uh, after the Slough game, saying that. Um, He's gonna. Have, things are gonna have to change, um, which me, which means that there's probably gonna be one or two more players moving on as well. Look, Cole Cole's gonna go as well in January, probably. You know, notice, uh, no, um, notice no, uh, Adam Mecky in the uh, round of squad either. So possibly he's uh, uh, on the way out. Yeah, uh, yeah, we haven't seen him for for a little while. I know he had a he had a bit of an injury. Um, maybe he's not. It's taken his time to to recover from that. But again, look, this is this is what we said. We need. We don't. It was all well and good getting like some of the players that we that, that we've got in and have now gone. Have all been the older players. Do you know I mean we yeah. need younger, fitter blood, basically? Yeah, I think a lot of teams try to get like a, a mix of experience and youth. Yeah, I they? get it. I totally get it. Like, it seems like you know all of the players that that. Spencer's brought in to actually provide that experience of all not really done it. No, you know, uh, up, up, with, up with being the latest, the latest person brought in and hasn't, yeah. hasn't cut the mustard. And uh, I get it. So, I totally, yeah. I totally get it. But I just, I, and we, and we've said this before, especially with um, parts. We just felt it was, it was. It, he probably thought that stepping down would be would be easy, easy to handle and easy to do. And then maybe he he didn't realise how tough uh, the league was. And then yeah. he got found out, and and I, I dare say that since he's moved to St Albans, it's not been all all singing and dancing and roses since he's moved over there. So no, I mean they, I, I was quite impressed with him when he played when he we returned. Uh, he obviously he returned literally the next week and then played against us. And we even though we won, they they were quite good. Um, but um, and he, and he was playing it. He was playing it. He was playing, still playing at the back. But he was playing yeah. sort of a, a different position. And but they they have. They haven't. The results haven't really improved for Seville. No. We have to say that no. they got. I mean, they got. They got. They got murdered four 0 at half time against Braintree. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know it was. Uh, you know, they have conceded quite a few goals. So I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's just you know. It's the thing with a lot of footballers. They kind of play at a really good level for quite a while, and all of a sudden the drop off is quite steep. And I think that might yeah. happen to uh, a few of the players. And there's not nothing you can, you can really do about that on the on the face of it. And on, you look at someone's career and you think, yeah, this guy should be uh, should be really decent for us. And we yeah. end up signing them. And, I thought upwards. I was more impressed with upwards than I was with Partington when 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 they joined with, with his games. Um, but I think, I mean, he's not as old as Partington. But I think upwards made the right decision, right choice in going down down a level. And he's when he joined Chesham, uh, Chesham United. Um, yeah. And doing, they're a club that are, are doing really well in, in in their league, looking to get promoted, and he. He he can add something to that to that team to that to that level to help them, and that's the and that's probably what Partington should have done. To be fair, yeah, no no player wants to wants to admit like of course they don't. You know, no, they, of course they, they don't. They're going to go down. You know what I mean? So they're always going to try, but uh, I think sooner or later you have to think. Do you know what? I can't hack it at this level anymore. Yeah. Maybe he might have had stuff going on in his yeah, personal life. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well. look, we're, we're yeah, just well, these, these are just it's all either way. Either way, whoever happened, it's a shame, really, because I think yeah. Well, on paper, they look like good, they look really good signings for me. But uh, no, exactly. There yeah, we are. Yeah, and we were all quite excited. But like I said, these are these are just our opinions. I mean, of, of, of 
of things and and how we how we we see things obviously other people see things differently and um and and, and spencer was seemingly um a bit gutted to, to lose them in the first place anyway so um, yeah but doing th things have to change do you know what i mean so um any score yet simon uh, no, I'm looking at nothing, nothing comes through at the minute. Only, uh, one thing about other note, though, that we've, I've mentioned this a few times to you privately, haven't we, about uh, Mohamedou, Mohamedou Fell, and he's not he's not playing again for uh, for uh, mm -hmm. Waterloo tonight, not in, not, in the, not in the squad, it looks like. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he's I mean, one of the best players I've seen. He was, I mean, score, he was scoring goals at the beginning, yeah. early on in the season. Yeah, he is. He's still, a, he's still a top scorer. He's got six goals. He's still a top scorer. They've got uh, the new guy, Sigurds, playing. Um, Berkeley Adjapong, which is quite well known. Uh, Kurt Zuma's brother plays from at the back as well. Um, but uh, while, while he's not murdering cats, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the uh, yeah, it, it just amazes me why he's not playing unless he's injured. But he was playing the other way, other day. So well, Use some of the paving money to bring him in, there, Spencer. That's my uh, <laughs> that's my uh, yeah. I mean, look, we're not going to speculate. Idea. We're not going to speculate into into things. I think I think getting yeah. Mohamed Fell in from Mohamed is going to cost cost the club quite a bit of money. Well, which, which if he's not playing, if he's not playing, he might be a cheap. You know, um, get rid of but him. it does. It does <laughs> beg the question why why Steve King isn't isn't playing him. Um, and also, it's, it, it also is good to, to say that um, things haven't gone so well for for Steve King since he joined Heaven as well. They've not. No, they're struggling. They're bottom. Well, they're, they're bottom. If you look at it, they're ten points away away from safety already. I mean, for me, that's. It's relegation, unassailable already. Yeah. To be I mean, the way they're playing as well, they're losing everybody. So everybody's beating them. You know, what I mean, but well, the unfortunate thing for Farber is we've got to play them twice over Christmas. So there's a reasonable, reasonably good chance though that they're coming to a bit of form yeah, by then. We're doing anyway. it twi twice in a row, yeah, we aren't we? <laughs> and we're playing them twice <laughs> in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always do. It's always the same with the Christmas. He goes back to back ones, don't you? So you yeah. have the Boxing Day fixture and then the New Year's Day one. So we're playing them New Year's Day at home. So uh, oh, I am. You know, supposed to, uh, it's on my it's on my uh, my list of uh, list of games I'll be going to over Christmas. There's a lot. There's there is a long list. Um, so uh, I'll uh, you know, but uh, I might I might think twice about it if we get smashed down there. <laughs> Boxing day. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be I'm, I'm going to the um, I'm not travelling to Haven on Boxing Day. I'll be going to uh, I'll be going to Bracknell. I think it's, it's down the road for me. So yeah. I'll be going to the Bracknell game Boxing Day. Possibly might, I might venture to Aldershot possibly on uh, during the weekends when they're playing. But uh, we'll see. I don't That's think the, the fixtures first, will uh, work. First and last time you you will mention them on this podcast. <laughs> and maybe maybe working as well. I, I need to go to working as well at some point. That's where as well. I haven't been down there for ages. Not, not since I've been there since uh, since we both worked across the road in the leisure centre. So uh, well, yeah. well, twenty odd years ago. Yeah, yeah, a long time. I haven't been down there for a long time. So uh, I've still got me still got my uh, my coveted working shirt somewhere in my drawer. So I might uh, I might dust it off. You know. yeah. Oh, speaking of which, talking of, talking of football shirts, I've said this to you privately as well. I ordered my uh, oh, my yeah. farmer shirt uh, the other day, and uh, guess what? O'Neills O'Neills have uh, cocked it up again. They've uh, ordered the home shirt and the blue and the blue away third uh, strip, and uh, they sent me uh, two blue ones. So, uh, thanks, mate. <laughs> Cheers. So I'm about to send one back. It's in the packet, ready to go. So they, uh, they'll be coming to you, O'Neills, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, O'Neills are based in Ireland, so it could be a while. Twenty-eight days as well to get it get it sorted out. I can't believe it. Waited bloody three weeks already. That's ridiculous. So, uh, isn't it? We spoke about this uh, the other day, didn't we? It's ridiculous because uh, it happened. Uh, it's happened a few times, namely to yeah. friend, uh, a friend of ours, friend of the podcast, Pedro. He got he ordered the home shirt and got the away shirt, 
Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd have said that back anyway. Myself, he didn't. He yeah. didn't mind because he he, he likes the away shirt anyway, and so um, that was that was good. Uh, for, that was all right. But for you, unfortunately, it's just ridiculous how they what. It, just read the read the read the order form. Do you mean what it says? One, it. one yellow home form. shirt. The order form's got the blooming picture of the, of the kits yeah. on it. Plus, they, they come in see-through packets. Surely you can see you can see yellow from blue to white. I mean, surely. Yeah, you know. I know. No, apparently it's... not. Not in Ireland. <laughs> oh, I, I would. I would like make my, like try making some uh, some Irish jokes about it. But you know, it's uh, I don't want to upset any any Irish listeners, especially no, well, the, uh, the borough the borough ID bootlegger as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll I'll stop oh, you. Well, I'll, he might agree with me. I'll stop you. I'll stop you there, mate, uh, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, right, well, there's, there's the package on his way, ready to go back. Uh, but yeah, so O'Neills, if you're listening, then yeah, you need to you need to sort sort yourselves out. And Farnborough, uh, the club for themselves, if you're listening, uh, I'm sure some of you will be listening to this. Um, yeah, I think it needs to be it needs to be looked into um, as to why they keep messing up orders. Um, and to be fair, I think you maybe you should sort of rethink your uh, your uh, association with them if they keep doing it. Well, they're probably, they're, to be fair, they've probably got a good deal. To be fair, you know, other than uh, you know, um, 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 and Kappa probably weren't available. So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, right. So, I think we'll end it there uh, on that cheery note of uh, Simon's disappointment, uh, which is quite laughable, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we'll end it there. Uh, it was a great chat, great chat, chat with uh, Craig um, tonight. Um, and we'll we'll be seeing him Saturday at the um, and we'll be seeing everybody. Uh, if you want to come and say hello to us, we'll be at the uh, the game on Saturday against Bath. Uh, if you see it, yeah. see us, give us a wave. Completely wasted by half time, no doubt. Uh, Simon will be. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But the, the rate <laughs> the rate you drink your points, I don't think you will be. No, no, I doubt it. No, I, I, I like to uh, you know enjoy enjoy the match. You know, I mean, I'll be doing my drinking afterwards, probably. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll it's, see. It's because I constantly talk, and you know, and uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, get my points of views across to everybody. You know what I mean? Whilst, uh, yeah, I'm, whilst well, I'm there, no matter, no matter, he does. Talk, he know? does, ladies and gentlemen. No matter how stupid his points are, he does like to get them across. But yeah, so if you see us at the game on Saturday, give us a wave. Come and have a come and come and have a chat with us. We're not scary, Simon. Unless Simon's got a burger in his hand, then don't don't approach us. Uh, but we will also be. Um, at the game on Sunday for the women's game, the women's first team. Uh, so if you see us there as well, then um, come and say hello. But until then, uh, that's it. We'll say goodbye. Uh, say good night, Simon. Good night, Simon. Very good. And uh, yeah, uh, good night, everybody. And we will see you at the weekend. And we'll have another podcast hopefully next week. <laughs>